Hey, this is Amy. And this is Lindsay. And this is Girl Talk Live. We are so pumped that you're here with us as we unpack how being a girl and being a mom is the best when you're walking and talking with Jesus every day and seeking first his kingdom and his righteousness. So grab your Bible and let's get started. Welcome to Girl Talk. Welcome to Girl Talk. We're you're so glad better you're here. saying welcome than I am. That's why um, you sing in the morning. <laughs> well, when you're a mom, you have to do all the weird things. Yeah, like, so. You know, get everybody ready for the cold front that's coming through Alabama right now. Yeah, it's so cold we outside. Have our Eskimo jacket on. <laughs> I'm ready for the polar bears. And I have on my two shirts. It's usually, you know, how I, I, I just layer. It's in there. She's probably not as cold as I am. Well, I'm just not outside these yet. These are... If I was outside, it would be a whole different story. I feel like we are outside. <laughs> I mean, it's definitely not as this cold is as This is like, outside. this is the room that's either freezing cold when it's cold outside, or it's like burning up hot when mm -hmm. it's hot outside, so... Yes. Because right behind that camera right there is all the windows. All the windows. So. That's why we sit here because we have natural light. <laughs> so, it's perfect. Lots of heat, lots of coolness. Yeah, so... Today, we're talking about the Psalms, mm, not favorite. to be confused with the Palms. <laughs> the Palm Palms? Palm Psalms. Palm Psalms. Palm Psalms. Palm Psalms. Palmade? Yeah. <laughs> so, one of our biggest favorite lessons to teach is when you're speaking of one Psalm, it's a Psalm. Mm -hmm. But and you have a whole book of Psalms. Yeah. Yes. So welcome to Psalms 101. <laughs> this is our first lesson. And now we're going to the second one. So in, you know, famous words of our Queen LC, if you're taking notes, this is your first point. <laughs> Good. What is it? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, we're going to be talking about praying through the Psalms today. Yes. And we're super excited because really every single psalm is written as a prayer, right? <laughs> of course, because it was kind of from someone's heart to God. And they were talking to him, either about him or about their circumstance or about them. And that's what they're all about. So there are, so, there are a few different ones. There are definitely different psalms which is i think the first point yeah number one point number one the kinds of psalms the kinds of psalms yes both now, plural words kinds and psalms right mm -hmm. um and there are different kinds but yet you can't take a whole chapter and say this is one part or one type of psalm because there could be three types within that one chapter. Yeah. So they're all, I mean, it's definitely a mixed bag. They're all overlapping. It's and basically like a trick-or-treat bag. A what? A trick-or-treat bag. Oh, a trick-or-treat. I thought she said a church-or-treat. <laughs> I mean, that Church-or-treats are fun. Yeah. Like you have to pack a lot of mixed items for a church-or-treat. Mm -hmm. Because you never know, like, if you're going to get dirty at the paint fight or if you're going to need your cozy clothes for the sleepover. So mm. you just never know. But I was mm -hmm. definitely talking my trick-or-treat bag. Trick-or-treat bag. Mm -hmm. I'm just getting older, and my brain and my ears are slowing down. <laughs> yeah. So all the trick-or-treat bags have lots of different candies, and some are the same. So you could have a Snickers over here and a Snickers over here and Twix over here and Twix over here. Yeah, and sometimes Snickers mm -hmm. has peanut butter in them. <laughs> and sometimes 
Um, I guess that's okay for peanut. But like, like so you can have a worship psalm that is also a lament psalm. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like that. You can have two Snickers. One might have a little bit more in it though. Yeah. So what are the kinds of psalms? What are they? Did you they? hear somebody ask that question? Yeah. I bet somebody did. They're like, why are they talking about all this candy yeah. when they're talking about the types of psalms? Yeah. So what are the kinds of psalms? Um, there's worship psalms uh-huh. and lament songs. Did I say it right? Songs? Did you say <laughs> songs or psalms? Did I yes. say it right? Okay, good. Lament. Uh-huh. Oh, I didn't say them in the right order, though, because I forgot about instruction. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's worship, instruction, mm-hmm. and then lament. 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 Mm-hmm. And then protection psalms. Mm-hmm. And then there's rejoicing after the after protection. After you've been protected. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not to be confused with rejoice after the kind protection. Right. It's not but, the list. Yeah. It's just when you rejoice after you've been protected. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had to learn that, so don't feel bad if you thought that's what I was saying. Um, and then, last but never least, is the month of Thanksgiving. Yes, so we have the Psalms of Contentment. Contentment, mm-hmm. yes, because when you give thanks, you find yourself more content than complaining. Yeah, mm-hmm. so my study Bible had the question, what are the Psalms about? Oh, that's a good yeah. question. Uh-huh. Do you know? Um, worship and instruction and lament and protection and rejoice and contentment. Yeah, I mean, um, my study Bible said that Psalms is about God's pr- God's pr- God's okay. presence with His people mm-hmm. and God's word as the fountain of worship. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So that's cool to think about. The fountain of worship. Yeah, because mm-hmm. we always have God's presence with us, and we always have worship. And really, worship mm-hmm. is just the way that you we get through anything. Right. We talked about that a lot, especially in our last series on mm-hmm. worship. But you really can't do anything without worshiping, or you're just in your on your own flesh. Well, I mean, you're all right, you're always worshiping something. That's right. what we said. Oh yes, it's so true. It's either you're definitely or God. Yeah, you're always yeah going towards God or going away from Him. Mm-hmm. So because you can't be friend of the world and God. Yeah, and you can't sit on the fence. Or that's just uncomfortable. Can't be lukewarm. Ooh. <laughs> All right. Okay. <laughs> so now we're going to go through some of our favorite psalms with you mm-hmm. and let you kind of know what kind of psalm it is. And then we'll kind of show you the way that we pray through the psalms. Um, you can change some of the, not change the words. There's a Bible verse that tells you not to change words in the Bible. Saying the words. Um, so we're the not tense. saying the words. Yes. I learned yesterday that we changed the tense of words. Yes. So that that turns it into a prayer more easily able to pray. Because there is a difference, as we've been talking to girls about praying through Scripture and all of that. There's a difference between just, like, praying and saying, like, Dear God, help me understand this verse and help me to live it. And then you, like, read this, read the verse and, and then you're like, okay, thank you for this verse, and thank you for helping me understand it. And that's like praying and then reading scripture and then praying. But we're talking about like praying the root scripture and praying with scripture. Using scripture as your prayer. Yeah, so it's mm-hmm. kind of changing it into a prayer that you're praying the scripture. And it's really cool and really powerful. So. And then when you're doing that, you... A lot of times you'll have to change the tense of the the 
the words because a lot of times it's talking about God. Mm -hmm. And so when it talks about, when it says um, he or thou or whatever, you know, um, version you're using, you say you and then I. So you change some of those words to speak directly to God about yourself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Dude, did you know that the Psalms were not written in the order that they are now in the Bible. I did not know that. Mm -hmm. So we're not really going chronologically if we start with number one. We're just going numerically. Right. But Psalm 16 wasn't written first either. So, well, why don't we just start at Did the you know, fun fact, what was the first Psalm written? Ooh, Psalm 50. No. Okay, that was just a guess. What is it? <laughs> it's Psalm 90. Do you know who wrote Psalm 90? No. Moses. Moses. Yeah. And now I'm curious. Yeah. It's a Psalm of Moses, and he wrote it between 1526 and 1406 BC. Yep. I see it. A prayer of Moses, the man of God. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Lord, you have been our dwelling place. Yeah. And that doesn't come until book number four in the Psalms. So. Wow. Who moved them all around? They moved the whole Bible around, too. The Bible is not printed in chronological chronological order if you wanted to know wow so if you're a history enthusiast yeah if you're a history enthusiast and you've never read the bible chronologically you definitely should because it's super cool yeah and god will teach you a lot of things when you're reading it out of order to what we are so used to because it kind of like shakes you all up you know Mm-hmm. it does shake you all up yeah it um, wrecks us. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I like that. I heard somebody say that. They said, they, God just wrecked me. Mm-hmm. But yeah. in a good way, always. Yeah. Always. For sure. All right. So, can we start with number one? I would love to start with number one. I mean, why not one? just start at the beginning? Yeah. Because it is the ultimate prayer of instruction. Ultimate. The ultimate. When we said there were, there were different times, this is the ultimate prayer of instruction. Can I read it? Mm -hmm. Blessed is the man who does not walk in the counsel of the wicked or stand in the way of sinners or sit in the seat of mockers, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. And on his law, on his law, he meditates day and night. He is like a tree planted by streams of water, which yields its fruit in season and whose leaf does not wither. Whatever he does prospers. And then the rest of it, verses 4, 5, and 6, contrast it with what happens to the wicked. Um, but it says, For the Lord watches over the way of the righteous, but the way of the wicked will perish. So, that's the first one that that kind of tells us how to live life, how to live our best life. So, the way I would turn that into a prayer is I would say, I write down on my note card, because or a journal, but I like note cards, as I've shown before, because instead of, Finishing a notebook and then putting it on a shelf and never looking at it again, a note card stack will stay there forever and you keep adding to it and then just go through it day after day after day. So you can write your prayer journals in a prayer journal. Um, you mean you can write your prayers in a prayer journal, but your, your words that you're trying to memorize, your verses that you're trying to memorize, put them on a note card. So I would turn that into a prayer by saying, Lord, make me the kind of person or girl or, you know, if it, you're sharing this with your brother, make me the kind of man or boy 
Um, who does not walk in the counsel of wicked or stand in the way of sinners or sit in the seat of mockers, but help me put my delight in your law. You see how I, I changed a couple of those words. Um, help me delight in your law and meditate on your law day and night so that I can be a tree, like a tree, planted by streams of water and yield fruit in season. And whatever I do will prosper. So look at, just look at what it says right there and then kind of pick it apart and paraphrase it. I know y'all done that in English, writing papers. So it's, you just basically take what it's saying and turn it into your own prayer. I like to um, put thank you like all through. I mean, really all of them when it's mm -hmm. characterizing God and saying who God is. Like yes. that's a place. And it, who when it's saying who you are, like it's mm -hmm. such a good place to just continue to give that thanks of like thank you God for who you are. Thank you for who you make me to be. And just like taking that on because if you're saying mm -hmm. thank you, you're receiving it. Mm -hmm. And so when you say like thank you for like thank you that I do lay down and I sleep and I wake up like rested. Like that's, that's like you're receiving that and taking that on to mm -hmm. yourself. Yes. I just want um, y'all to get used to just start at the beginning of the Psalms and just start reading through them and see how, just see how the Lord teaches you with them. Um, is because there is so much instruction, even in a Psalm of worship, of praise. And, but, but when you're beginning your relationship with the Lord, you know, and you look at these, the main thing to understand at this point is that this is where we begin our worship, is with these psalms that he has given us for worship. Like, okay, Psalm 16 is a good one for um, in contentment. Mm -hmm. Contentment um, and thankfulness because... Starting at verse, um, I think it's the whole thing. I mean, the whole thing is so good. I guess I always kind of go to certain ones. But the first, verse 1 says, Keep me safe, O God, for in you I take refuge. I said to the Lord, You are my Lord, and apart from you I have no good thing. As for the saints who are in the land, they are the glorious ones, in whom is all my delight. The sorrows of those will increase who run after other gods. I will not pour out their libations of blood or take up their names on my lips. But Lord, you have assigned me my portion and my cup. You have made my lot secure. The boundary lines have fallen for me in pleasant places. Surely I have a delightful inheritance. I will praise the Lord who counsels me. Even at night, my heart instructs me. I have set the Lord always before me. Because he's at my right hand, I will not be shaken. Down to verse 11, it says, You have made known to me the path of life. You will fill me with joy in your presence, with eternal pleasures at your right hand. And that's just, that's saying a lot in that one chapter, because it's saying that God's given us what we have. He's put us where we are, and everything that he has done is good. And it's our job to receive it with thankfulness and to not complain about it because we have a delightful inheritance, which we know is Jesus. Like, no matter what material things we have, our inheritance 
is in heaven, is with Jesus in heaven, but at the same time, God's also said he's given us everything we need for a life of love and godliness, which is all that matters for eternity because everything else that we have here on earth is going to burn up. Um, it says that he instructs our heart at night. Even at night, my heart instructs me. I've set the Lord always before me, and because he's at my right hand, I'll not be shaken. And there, so my heart is glad, and my tongue rejoices, and my body will rest secure. So, you know, I look at that when I think if anyone's struggling with fear of any kind, that would be a good one to write down and just say over and over to, to remind yourself of the truth and get the, get the power of the word in your spirit. Um, and then verse 11 starts with a thank you saying, Thank you that you have made known to me the path of life, and you fill me with joy in your presence and with eternal pleasures at your right hand. So again, it's just another psalm of contentment and thankfulness. Like in deliverance of battle was the beginning of mine, but it just says, oh, may he give you what your heart desires and fulfill your whole purpose. Let us shout for joy at your victory and lift the banner in the name of our God. May the Lord fulfill all your requests. So, just, I mean, it's that easy, like, turning into thank you, just saying, like, thank you that you give me what my heart desires and you fulfill my whole purpose. I shout for joy at your victory and lift the banner in the name of you. Thank you that you fulfill all my requests. Um, and then it says, now that now I know that the Lord gives victory to his anointed, so you can, like, thank him for like, thank you for giving me your victory. Thank you for his Holy Spirit. And thank him that he answers us from his holy heaven with mighty victories from his right hand. And then we love those verses that just say, Some take pride in chariots and others in horses, but we take pride in the name of the Lord, our God. And so I just like to use that verse and just say, like, thank you. Thank you that we can take pride in your name and not our own name and not our platform. And we can take pride in like who Christ is and who Jesus and who God is in our lives and like thank him for Holy Spirit in our lives and not like we don't take pride in the chariots and like thank thank you that we don't have to like we don't put our trust in those yeah things. and like we don't we don't have to do that and that's what like I love the Psalms when it you can really get into it and it can like like kind of unfold your prayers because like just from that one verse like you can thank him for all the things that like we don't have to trust like, we don't have to worry when Instagram goes down because, like, that's not where our trust is. It's not where our pride is. Like, we don't have to, like, we don't have to be in a panic when, like, something bad goes wrong or, like, maybe you, you don't get the acceptance letter or your grades, like, you get your GPA back and it's not as good as you thought or, like, didn't make the team or, like, moms just, I mean, there's so many things, like, you get, you know, we, we talk to moms whose kids are getting like their doctors are telling them things and they're not they're getting calls from school and just all of this stuff and there's so many things that like we worry about but like we can read through psalms and like see that like we can take pride in the name of god and like others that take pride in themselves and chariots and all of that like they collapse and they fall but like we can thank god that we rise and we stand firm because the victory is the lord's and like, it's just, like, cool that you can kind of, like, take the Psalms and kind of unfold it into, like, what we see every day. It's, like, the same, um, that was Psalm 22, 
Psalm 20. Psalm 20. That was Psalm 20. And the same thing is in Psalm 33. And it talks about, um, verse 16 says, No king is saved by the size of his army. No warrior escapes by his great strength. And a horse is a vain hope for deliverance. Despite all its great strength, it cannot save. For the eyes of the Lord are on those who fear him, on those who hope, on whose hope is in his unfailing love to deliver them from death and keep them alive in famine. So what, what could be worse than laying on your deathbed or not having food to eat? Mm-hmm. I mean, because things have, must have gotten so bad for those things to happen. And right here, it's saying that God's looking for those who will hope in his unfailing love. And hope in the power of in his power, not in their ability to go to the right school or make the team or be strong enough or smart enough or pretty enough or have enough followers or have enough likes or any of those things. That's not what God is looking for. God is looking for the person who wants to spend time with him first thing in the morning. Mm-hmm. God's looking for the person who is going to hope in in his plan for their lives and not for you know, everything else that you're trying to build and become famous for. Mm -hmm. Because at the end of the day, that is not going to save you when there's not any food around. Mm -hmm. Because remember, um, Joseph, when there was a famine in Egypt, after his brothers had sold him into slavery, (laughs) they, they were trying to get rid of him. Yeah. And God actually saw him and saw them and God brought him up to the place where when it was time to give out food during the famine, it was them, it was him that was giving them the food when they were the ones trying to get rid of him in the first place. So, again, everything that we try to do is nothing mm-hmm. unless you are making your relationship with Jesus first. Yeah. And then after you make your relationship with him first, then say, "Okay, Lord, what am I supposed to do? What do I like to do? Because he made you with a personality with likes and dislikes and mm-hmm. things. And that's okay for you to still want to go to college and want to get a job or do whatever. As long as you're making your hope in him and his love for you and his ability to provide all things for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I keep thinking about... Um, just like making our lives count, but really mm-hmm. like only what is what is building eternity. Like the only thing that truly matters is eternity. Like that's what mm-hmm. we were made for. And honestly, like it's so hard to comprehend because like it isn't like our flesh doesn't even understand. Like we don't even mm-hmm. understand heaven. And so it's so mm-hmm. hard to live a daily life like for eternity when like we don't really even understand it in our flesh, but like that's part of Holy Spirit. Like He helps mm-hmm. us understand that. Like we really are living for eternity. And so something that's like kind of been in my mind, which this is like Psalm thirty-four. I was reading that's just like He delivers the righteousness, and it says, "I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise will always be on my lips. I will boast in the Lord. The humble will hear and be glad. Proclaim the Lord's greatness with me. Let us exalt His name forever. Thank you, Lord, that you saw." that I sought you and you answered me and you rescued me from all of my fears and thank you that we who look to you, like 
when I look to you, I'm I'm changing the words and it's <laughs> making me, but like, thank you that like when I look to you, like I can become and I am radiant with joy and like my face will never be ashamed. Mm-hmm. And I think the way that the enemy really works in us is like, oh, you're going to regret that. Like you're going to regret it if you don't like go hang out with your friends. And like, there's so many girls that I've talked to through high school and college. There's like, well, we just don't want to like not do something and then like regret it later and like all this stuff and like yeah we have regrets on earth but like truly if we're living for like the day that we meet Jesus like are we really gonna regret like not going to that party or like are we really gonna be thinking about like anything other than like what we did to like get to heaven Mm -hmm. not that we earned it but like what we did to build the kingdom and bring mm-hmm. others with us. Like that really is to know Jesus and make him known mm-hmm. is our purpose in life. And that's what we just read in that Psalm, like that he gives us our, he fulfills our whole purpose. And so mm-hmm. really when you put it into that perspective and you like read Psalms and you're like, taste and see that the Lord is good. Like how happy, this is probably the wrong words. Sorry. <laughs> how happy is the person who takes refuge in him? You who are his Holy ones, fear the Lord for those who fear him lack nothing. And, like, that's throughout the whole book of Psalms. Like, when we're praying these, like, just pray for Holy Spirit to, like, change our perspectives. Because we do. We live in a culture that is so, like, me first. Go do it all. Like, make sure you get it all done before you graduate. Before you get a job. Like, make sure it's all, like, you you just live it up until, like, then you have to get married and you have to have kids. So, like, you want to go ahead and, like, do it all now. And, like... We're not, that's not living for eternity, that's living Mm -hmm. for ourselves. And that's only allowing the enemy to, like, into your lives even more. Mm -hmm. And this weekend we heard, like, that the kingdom in us is so much greater than the culture that we're in, the culture Mm -hmm. around us. And, like, when we really live for that perspective and we're praying Psalms every day and really, like, the whole Bible. Like, if we're really living and praying Mm -hmm. the entire Bible, which is, like, Mm -hmm. why we we know and we want you to know that, like, prayer is so important because it's literally, like, our lifeline. It is because this is God, and this is putting Him in us every day. So it's just like what Amy was talking about was if you don't have that eternity mindset, like, that's okay. It's not okay forever, but it's okay for now because... As you say, okay, well, I know it needs to be here, so what I can do is just do what I'm supposed to do. It's kind of like you obey first and the feelings follow. That's, I've always heard that. Like, just do it, and then mm-hmm. the feelings will follow. Um, and, again, one of the instructional psalms that we can pray, which is one that I love, is um, Psalm 119. And it's a long one. I think it's another 150 verses. <laughs> But thankfully, oh, it's 176. Yeah, is the longest one? It is the longest one. But thankfully, it's divided up into um, different parts. But it says, and so this is a good one to just go ahead and, you know, starting today, turn this one into a prayer for your Mm -hmm. heart. (laughs) You know, Psalm 1 and Psalm 119. Blessed are they whose ways are blameless, who walk according to the law of the Lord. Um, They do nothing wrong. They walk in his ways. For you have laid down precepts that are to be fully obeyed. Oh, that my ways were steadfast in obeying your decrees. Then I would not be put to shame when I consider all your commands. Um, And then verse 9, it says, How can a young man keep his way pure? By living according to your word. I seek you with all my heart. Do not let me stray from your commands. So this is kind of already a prayer. 
Um, but there are different sentences that you can add or change to make a prayer. But then um, what I love, yes, starts in verse 33. Teach me, O Lord, to follow your decrees, then I will keep them to the end. Give me understanding and I will keep your law and obey it with all my heart. Direct me in the path of your commands, for there I find delight. Turn my heart toward your statutes and not toward selfish gain. Turn my eyes away from worthless things. Preserve my life according to your word. Fulfill your promise to your servant so that you may be feared. Take away the disgrace I dread, for your laws are good. How I long for your precept. Preserve my life in your righteousness. Those are just, I mean, that's it right there. And when you pray that for yourself and your friends or moms, as you pray that for your children, you are declaring truth over their lives and their future or over your own life and your future. And that is why we have all this. Mm -hmm. And that is why God has given us this to last throughout the ages because it is living and it is what changes the trajectory of our lives. Um, because we can't do this on our own. We can't. Mm -hmm. we, we make choices and every choice matters. Um, I just read something and it was like, I don't know, this is cool, but I, when we were um, studying purity, like I went through and just like circled all pure purity things, you know, mm -hmm. but in Psalm 24, it says the one who has clean hands and a pure heart, who has not appealed to what is false and who has not sworn deceitfully, he will receive blessings from the Lord and righteousness from God and his salvation. So mm -hmm. I just thought about that. I don't know which, like, I don't know if protection maybe or rejoicing from protection after protection, but really just, I don't know, just really focusing on there's so many false things around us right now. And there's so many, like, there's so much of the world around us. But like that just says like, you know, like, thank you. Like, thank you, God, that when we keep our hands clean and our hearts pure, and that is only when we have Holy Spirit in us. Like, mm -hmm. we cannot do that on our own. So, like, when Holy Spirit is in us and he, he like, keeps our heart pure and our hands clean, like, it just, all of his promises are that we, like, we will see his righteousness in us. Yes. And that's the, like, that's what you were saying. Like, when you do, when you do the right thing and you stay on the right path, like, and you're not making excuses. Like, we were just reading something that was just, like, don't let the most important decisions go by making excuses because it's just you're just setting yourself up for like a life of destruction and excuses and, and settling just, yeah and because so god never settled yeah for like he didn't look at us and we're like well i guess they're never going to change i mean yeah. in a way he did because but he didn't give up he right. he took care of what needed to be taken care of he did he sent jesus for us which again Knowing just being my age and knowing what I've gone through and what God has done in me through Holy Spirit, like I can say life better now with Holy Spirit is so much better than it ever was before when I was just choosing whatever I wanted to choose mm -hmm. and just following, you know, the desires of my heart, like the, the my flesh desires yeah. is what I want to say about that. But, um, and again, just like we've talked about when we talked about in worship, um, the Psalms of worship are, are all throughout here. I love Psalm 89, Psalm, um, 103, Psalm 145, 147. I know towards the end, most all of them are Psalms of praise because that's after David was delivered. So, um, 
There are just so many good mm -hmm. ones, y'all. This will be the best investment of your time if you could just go through a new a, a psalm a day. And mm -hmm. um, there are 150 of them. Yeah, which, <laughs> I mean, we're already past 100 days till Christmas. We're only like, we're like a month and a half, mm -hmm. I guess. Um, mm -hmm. But, I mean, it could take you into the new year if you started now or, you know, start now but then start back at Psalm 1, like at January 1st and do it for... 150 days that's mm -hmm. like what is it five months if you do yeah three times 50 it's five months so <laughs> wow um yeah so definitely a good point to make just mm -hmm. part of your daily routine just to read through a psalm or if you get to one mm -hmm. that's long like read a couple of verses or just keep mm -hmm. you know keep a do every five verses or something like that just start small mm -hmm. um but it's definitely worth it. And I think, like, what you were saying, like, for me, like, I didn't, I I wish that when I was y'all's age, I would have had the perspective to realize, like, is this, I mean, I was always told, like, is this going to matter in five years? Is this going to matter in ten years? Like, I always had that. But, like, truly, like, we were made for eternity. So, like, is this going to matter in heaven? Like, that's what we should be asking ourselves, not, like, really is this going to matter in 10 years? Like, that is a good point to make. But, like, because we do have, we have future on the earth also that needs mm -hmm. to be productive and, like, needs to be we worth it. And, like, yeah, and so mm -hmm. it's not that that doesn't matter, but, like, our ultimate perspective should be, like, is this really going to matter in heaven? Like, am I going to, affect eternity? am I going to mm -hmm. see Jesus face to face and, like, mm -hmm. wish I had done this? Or, like, mm -hmm. wish I hadn't done this. Mm -hmm. Like, there's there's those two things. And I think, mm -hmm. like, I really didn't see that until, I mean, definitely the last two years. But really recently, like, just in the last couple months, I feel like as really, like, I've really been able to, like, realize, like, it doesn't, it's not really going to matter unless it matters in eternity. Mm -hmm. And um, And I think when you get to that, the pressure is off. Like, the pressure is off on what college you go to or if you do go to college or what sorority you're in or what team you make or what circle of friends you are in school like all of those things are ways that God uses us and he uses us in all of that to show his glory and to build his kingdom but like in the end our identity and our purpose in life like is not wrapped up in that mm -hmm. and I think when we see that like mm -hmm. we are released from every single tension and every single pressure and all the expectations that we just literally let build up in our lives so mm -hmm. much that if we we feel like if we make one mistake then it's all over mm -hmm. like that's not that's not holy spirit that's mm -hmm. not jesus at mm -hmm. all like that's not what he the psalms like at all like doesn't say anything about that mm -mm. it says how radiant are those who like look to him mm -hmm. and like that's what we were meant for and that's mm -hmm. the difference in living and walking in the world and living and walking in the word but you will always have the persecution when you choose God's ways because he says he chooses the foolishness of the world to shame the wise. Yeah. But you always have the persecution because when you're trying to build God's kingdom, the enemy is always yeah. against you. But here in Psalm 94, verse 16 says, Who will rise up for me against the wicked? Who will take a stand for me against the evildoers? Unless the Lord had given me help, I would have... I would soon have dwelt in the silence of death. When I said, my foot is slipping, your love, O Lord, supported me. And when anxiety was great within me, your consolation brought joy to my soul. So the whole point is, 
when you are feeling the pressure of everything around you to do whatever everybody else is doing, make sure you go here first. And remember that if you don't choose the world's way and if you do choose God's way, when you choose God's way, he will always be there to protect you no matter what. Just like when Meshach, Shadrach, and Abednego went through the fire, mm-hmm. they came out what? Unscorched. Unscorched. Not even a hair was scorched. So um, we just want to encourage y'all, dig into the Psalms, find the different ones that you love, Yes. and find your best friend right here. I think life with Jesus is like rock climbing, and life in the world might be flat, but it's rocky, and it has thorns, and it has robbers, and it has just a lot of hard things. It's like when you're going through the trail... And nobody tells you there's a big limb in front of you. Yeah. You and somebody else walks your in front of it and, and holds it. And then they just Yeah, and go you literally you. know, you never know what you're going to come up on the trail. Mm-hmm. You never, it's just rocky. You can't walk barefoot, but you are barefoot. And it's just hard. And then there are thorns down and there that then it's scrape hot. your leg. And then if it snows, it's cold. <laughs> if it's mosquitoes. hot, it's just all of that. Mm-hmm. And life with Jesus is rock climbing. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's hard, like, but it builds muscle. It's like a good workout and you get mm-hmm. to the top and you stand in victory and like mm-hmm. the rocky terrible road like you just you are unarmed there's like there's attacks all the time yeah. you never know if they're coming um and there is no there's no victory at the end right so that's that was kind of what's in my head that's a good that's a good way to describe it because after you finish that rock climb you're like i did it i'm yeah. at the top and, and you want to do it again. says that he's taken us to the the mountain i've never known anyone that rocks climb, rock climbs and doesn't want to do it again you know mm-hmm. so yeah definitely yeah it's worth it it's hard <laughs> and it's nothing about it is easy except for the fact that you feel completely loved and protected at all times mm-hmm. and his peace is great within you yeah so thanks y'all for watching thanks for going through the psalms with us and we'll see you next time for the next prayer study the next one <laughs> all right thank you